Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Yes, it is. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear hotline. Plenty of time for your calls in this hour. We'll set them up. Don't call now. I'm going to give you a, a topic and a time to do it in just a few minutes. I don't want you sitting on hold. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear hotline. Okay, before I get to any of the other things I had planned, I was not satisfied with the conversation we just had right before the end of the hour because I think it's a more important discussion than the two minutes that I was able to allot to it based upon um, a few other things having gone along. Let me play this, okay? So I'll set it up again. Kevin Durant and Draymond Green and others, obviously the entire American team, had just won the gold medal. Friday night, our time, Saturday, I guess, in Tokyo. And um, they, they, this was no walk in the park. Like many times, like the Dream Team in 92, they beat everybody by a million. This one was not easy. They had to work for this. They had a ton of close games. The gold medal game winds up being decided by five points. They lost a game in this Olympic tournament. They were trailing at the half of multiple games. This was a big win. I, I hope they felt that way. And when it was over, they're still in their jerseys. I don't know exactly how long after the game this was, but it wasn't long enough that they had taken a shower. They're still in their jerseys, and they're on KD's Instagram, and this is what they're talking about. We're grinding for this one. We're going to go up the stairs. Everybody who said we were going to take the L, they had, a, they had some power rankings on. Kendrick Perkins, you talk a lot of We had a lot of they had some, Act like you American. <laughs> they had some power rankings out. They had us four behind Slovenia. Like, like this is not our game. Come on, man. Talking about they catching up to us. Like, are you serious? This skill is unmatched. You dig? Shout out to everybody that won this gold, everybody that chipped in and helped out. We wanted to press conference, but I had to talk my real quick. So that's KD, and you hear Draymond in the background yelling at, at Kendrick. And again, Kendrick is our friend. I love him, and he's, he can more than defend himself, and he has done so on Twitter already. That's not the point of this. You just heard him say, we're about to go to this press conference, <laughs> right? So, I mean, they haven't gotten to the press conference yet. And he's already concerned about the negativity, this negative stuff that people were saying. They won the gold medal like 10 minutes ago. And it remains fascinating to me that their first inclination is to fire back at their detractors. And I'll ask it again. What does that tell us? It tells us there's this hate. And I'm putting that in air quotes because it's not really hate. But we use that term now for haters. This hate is so prevalent and readily accessible that athletes are obsessed with it. If there's one thing that you learn in therapy is that if you have an obsessive personality, sometimes your mind goes to negative things, things that upset you, and it does so repeatedly because you actually become comfortable in that place. Your most comfortable state psychologically is obsessing over something bad. It's not a positive thing. It's not a good thing. It is an extremely unhealthy thing. But it is what actually it becomes your normal when you are that obsessed all the time. And I really think this is why these guys are so unhappy. Because that negativity is in their face so much. Because social media is something that we cannot, or at least in many cases have chosen not, to ignore or avoid. Look at KD. He leans into it all the time. I remember having this argument with Jalen one time. Jalen says people come into your lives for four reasons, to subtract, to add, to multiply, or to divide. And I agree with that. But what I would say is if those four things were gardens, which ones would you water? 
Would you water the subtract? Would you water the divide? Do you think all these nasty people tweeting things at you are in your are, are, are in your mentions because they care about your best interest? Are they there to try and add to your life? Ignore this nonsense. But they can't. I get that they can't. So the point of it is, it just, to me, is an illustration of why there seems to be such unhappiness in sports today. We're talking a lot about mental health, which is a good thing. But I think part of the reason that we have all of these issues is that players, I think, have become to some very unhealthy degree obsessed with the criticism, with the negativity, with the quote-unquote hate. What I don't have is an answer for it. I don't have a solution. Like, I'm not really doing you a whole lot of good by just pointing out an obvious problem. But I, I do think it is worthy of noting that this is a problem. Like, it is not normal that 10 minutes after winning a gold medal, you're sitting there very specifically recounting where someone had you in the power rankings and shouting at Kendrick Perkins. I, I don't find that normal. Now, maybe that's the new normal in sports, but it's not a good normal. Now, these guys should be celebrating, and, and, and they're just, again, I don't mean to belabor the point, but I think they're obsessed with the criticism, and I think that is a terrible shame. So I wanted to just make that point and we'll leave it there and we'll move forward. I'm Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. You could save big when you bundle your auto, home, motorcycle, RV, or boat. Visit Progressive.com. The two guys did something this weekend that had never been done before, and frankly, that stunned me. I would never have guessed this. Did you know that when Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson went into the Hall of Fame, that they became Manning and Woodson... The first time in the common draft era that two players who were drafted in the top five in the same year were in the same Hall of Fame class. Remarkable to me, the parallels in their careers. And it was actually Woodson who won the, the Heisman that year instead of Peyton. He took Peyton's Heisman and, and, and they won the national championship and all that kind of stuff happened. But there was Peyton this weekend. I think it was pretty remarkable. And I really enjoyed the Hall of Fame stuff. I am a sucker for the Hall of Fame. I am a sucker for Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. Because if there's one thing I've always appreciated, it is the path. Like, this is a journey. We see the end result of it. But I love hearing these guys, and that's why I hate that they shorten the speeches. It's terrible that they shorten these things to six minutes. Shortening Peyton's speech to six minutes is bordering on criminal. Uh, you, you should pay a, a, a fee to be able to watch. You could put Peyton Manning's speech on, on pay-per-view, it was so entertaining, and that was so easily predictable. But I want to hear from all these guys. I don't care if it takes 20 minutes. Where have I got to go? What am I doing that I'm so busy I can't sit and listen to this? This is these people's lives, and they're telling you all those who are responsible for making them what they are, for getting them where they are. That's the best stuff about this. It's not about remembering this one big play I had or this one big game I had, but, you know, it's what my dad did or my mom did what this coach did. It's what this teacher did. It's what this friend did. It's what this teammate did. That's what the Hall of Fame is about, and that makes it great. So I thought yesterday was one of the great classes, and it does bring up interesting thoughts on Peyton Manning because Manning, he's just an exceptional person. And if you're just joining me here, I told you a story earlier today about how I did a, I'm not going to say it was a meaningless event, I did a very easy public appearance with him one time probably four years, three, four years ago. 
And it was something that he absolutely could have shown up. If we went on this stage together at 9.30, I'm just making it up, he could easily have walked in the door at 9.29, and it would have been absolutely fine. And it would not have affected anyone, and no one would have been disappointed by it, and and the audience would have enjoyed it. But not as much, I think, as the audience did enjoy it, because not only did he show up at 7.30 for a 9.30 event, but he demanded that I did, too. And came to his room and met with him to talk about what we were going to do out on that stage. And that was when I realized when they talk about an obsession with preparation, Peyton Manning really fits that bill. But the question is, what is his life going to be? What is the next thing he commits to? I remember asking Bob Knight. That was the first time I came up with this question, and I love it. What's the next mountain? Bob Knight, the night he was coaching for Texas Tech, when he broke the record for most wins um, by a college basketball coach in history, which has since been surpassed, I think, uh, multiple times. Krzyzewski won more games than him, and and, uh, Pat Summit won more games. Several people. But at at the time, he became the winningest coach of all time. This was in the early 2000s. And he came on Mike and Mike the next morning, and Mike was not there with me. So it was just me. And I remember asking him, is there another mountain in your life you want to climb? You're still a young enough man to do so. And he made a joke about it. But I like that question. Peyton Manning has more. We will definitely climb another mountain. Like he climbed the mountain of being an all-time great football player. Now he's kind of st- sticking his toe in the water of a lot of other things. He did this ESPN Plus show for us, Peyton's Places. Good fun. Good. I like it. Now he's doing a little more The uh, with Eli. I assume you've read about this. He's going to do a bunch of telecasts on Monday nights, uh, you know, of the games on ESPN too. Dipping his toe a little further in the water but not committing fully to broadcasting. And I think part of the reason for that is I think he's got taller mountains to climb. So I wonder what they will be. Shefty projected that he's going to be the next commissioner. I don't see it. I don't see him wanting to live in that minutia. Like there's a lot of stuff I don't see him wanting to do. Being the commissioner of the NFL requires taking a lot of unpopular positions, having to defend things that you may not yourself agree with because it is your job. And at times being the sacrificial lamb for the owners and all of the criticism that they receive. I don't see him signing up for that job. I do think politics, which of course also involves taking a lot of unpopular positions, but at least in theory it does so in the, in, in, in the interest of stuff you wholeheartedly believe in. I could see him going that way. My prediction, within 10 years you will hear the words Senator Manning. Wait, Senator or Governor? What do you think he is? Which is better, being a Senator or a Governor? Which is better? Yeah, which being, is better? Being a Senator is a bigger deal than being a Governor. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. With the Governor, you're the apex. Like, you're, you're, the, you're, the, you're the chief executive. Sure, but there's only Senator, 100 you're senators. one of 100. Yeah, but there, there are only 50 Governors, and they are well, in charge. Well, okay, so Governors of a state. So, so, right. Okay, so it's choosing between being the Governor of Indiana or Tennessee or a Senator of one of those two states? I say, I say Senator Manning. Well, okay, which is bigger? I, I, I disagree. Uh, Nuno, which is bigger, being a senator or being a governor? I'm going to take the governor thing. Me too. I think the governor is a bigger job. Bigger. Big, governor bigger than senator. Governor greater than senator. No question. Well, I think senators, are, there's a faster pipeline to the presidency, though, in case he wants to go that no, route. No, I don't think that's true. The governors are I the do. ones who become the, the, I think, wasn't Obama the first senator to become the president since Kennedy? 
Like it's all that, these governors that, they elect. That can't be. I'll look that uh, up. Although, look which that one up. is easier to be to be bribed with? Like, <laughs> in what position? So, like, whatever. Because I mean, go. that's what I. I mean, if that's all you're interested in is what you're telling us. You're telling us that if you're you're only interested in politics for the graft, your 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 goal in becoming an elected official is in order to be bribed. I mean, hey. Let's try this out. <laughs> All right, we'll continue in a moment. If you think preseason games are meaningless, I will give you two that you absolutely have to watch because they matter a lot. We'll do that next. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Greeny, the podcast. All right, Greeny with you here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests on the Goodyear Hotline. Going to set this up for your calls in just a couple of minutes here because we have a really good and interesting question. But speaking of those, Hembo did the research. I believe it's better to be a governor than a senator. You're telling me you think it's going to be it's better to be a senator than a governor, mm-hmm. all this stemming from the fact that I think Peyton Manning will be one or the other, or maybe, I guess, both at some point. But what are the numbers? Give me some, what do the numbers tell us? The numbers say that they're exactly the same. There are 17 presidents that previously served as United States senators, and there are 17 presidents that previously served as state governors. It's a 17-17 split, believe it or not. Is it 17? I thought you said it was 1917. There were 19 uh, presidents that previously served as governors, but one was a territorial governor and the other was a military governor, which I assume you're not you know, considering here as part of I your could math. be a territorial governor. You think so? I, what does that mean exactly? I don't know. That was Andrew Johnson's role. Or excuse me, Andrew Jackson's role. That was his role. He was a territorial governor. So I guess that means he was the governor of an area that wasn't a state yet? Yes. Is that, is that right? I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it we must. didn't have all the states it at must. that point. It must. And, and what was the other one? A military governor? Military governor. That's a, well, that was a pretty good one. Mm-hmm. So, so 32 presidents had previous military experience, of no surprise, and 27 presidents previously were lawyers. So those are, that's sort of the field. That's the track. Yeah. The military track and the, and, and the law track. Yeah. I, I could go one of those two ways. At one way or another, I think Peyton will become uh, either a senator or a governor. It'll pretty much be up to him. Uh, anyway, airlines, restaurants, and many more have been ramping up their hiring. Who do they turn to? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds qualified candidates for your job, and you can easily invite your top jobs and top job choices to apply. Right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash The Scoop. I told you there are two places that the preseason matters a lot this year. A lot. And those places are Chicago and New England. Because here's what those two teams have in common. Both those teams, I think, have a legitimate chance to be good. 
People talk about the Bears like they were awful last year. We talk about the Bears in the national media sometimes like they were Jacksonville last year. The Bears made the playoffs. And in theory, they should be better. The interesting question is, who is their quarterback going to be? That's why it matters. These decisions are going to get made based on the preseason. Performance matters. And then New England is another one. New England, are we ready to write off Bill Belichick? Are we crazy? You have the greatest coach of all time, motivated on a level that even he has probably never previously understood. With interesting quarterback decisions, but pretty good ones, pretty good options. Cam might turn out to be great. If not, the rookie, I think, will be good. He spent a trillion dollars in free agency. He's getting back an entire defense from the you know coronavirus opt-out list. Patriots are thinking championship thoughts this year, and they should be. And here's what we're going to find out in the preseason games. Is Cam a career backup from this point forward? Or can he be a championship-level quarterback again? Chicago, I expect Fields to play well. When that happens, do they really stick to their guns on Andy Dalton? And if so, for how long? So sometimes the preseason doesn't matter. But in New England and Chicago, it does. Something to keep an eye on as we go forward. Meanwhile, I'm ready to go right now. Green, light green light with Greeny. Give me the green light. And I'm giving Hembo the green light here. Uh, the first words out of Hembo's mouth when I walked in this morning were, this was the most important weekend of the entire baseball season. Why? Because two races, the National League East and the American League East, were totally lit on fire this weekend. And I'll start, Greeny, with the National League, and the East right now is being won by the Phillies. The Phillies are the hottest team in baseball. They swept the Mets over the weekend. That's eight in a row for the fight and fails, and they're two games clear of the Braves. The Braves are now in second place in the National League East after the Mets had led the division, I think, for 80 straight days. It's been a disaster ever since the trade deadline when the only thing they did was acquire Javier Baez. They did really nothing else. Right now, injuries are ravaging that roster, and it's looking awfully bad, much quicker than we expected even in Queens. Yes, we talked about this a bit bit earlier. The Mets have fallen apart at the seams faster than we thought, and the Phillies look good. What's the other division? The American League East Greeny is also uh, giving the National League East um, run for its money in terms of all the drama here. The Yankees took three of four from Seattle over the weekend. They've now won eight of ten as they now continue to creep towards the wild card. The Yankees still two and a half games back in the American League wild card. And if you're a Yankees fan, the good news, the better news, I should say, is that the Red Sox have lost Eight of ten. They lost three of four in Toronto over the weekend. They blew a five-run lead yesterday. They, like the Mets, or another one of these teams, paying for all their inaction at the trade deadline. All they did was uh, trade for Kyle Schwarber. He's still yet to play for them. If I were a betting man, I, Greeny, I'm going to say that the Red Sox finish fourth in the American League East after leading it for a majority of the season. That's the trajectory of the team right now. They're not getting any better. There are some fatal flaws on that roster. I do not believe at all in the Boston Red Sox. Right. That's remarkable to me. It's a team that's still 16 games over 500. The Yankees, meanwhile, you mentioned they're two games out of the wild card. They're six and a half games out of the Rays in the division, and they lose Anthony Rizzo now. That's a brutal this the, the the COVID situation with the Yankees has been brutal. It has been brutal. But the good news for the Yankees is that Joey Gallo, he's still there and he's still hitting. And the pitching has been excellent. The Yankees pitching has been excellent since the All-Star break and especially since the trade deadline. They did enough in acquiring Rizzo. Hopefully he comes back as soon as possible, obviously, a week and a half from now. Joey Gallo has been an impactful bat. The guys around them are hitting. And t- taking three or four from the Mariners is also a big deal because they were tied with the Mariners going into the weekend in terms of their wild card standing. So they, I wouldn't say they eliminated the, the Mariners from the race 
race, but they sort of kill two birds with one stone. Okay, there. so those things on the table there, as the green light every single day here, we make sure if you're a baseball fan, you know the most important things you need to know. But we raised an interesting question earlier today about baseball, and it wasn't something I was planning to do. But every now and again, something catches fire. And so right now I'm going to open the phone lines to you at 888-SAY-ESPN. But it's not just general. Here's what I want you to answer. Joey Votto, longtime Red Star, one of the most interesting and, and outspoken players in the sport, went on Dan Patrick's show, and he said he thinks the Astros and their players catch too much heat from the sign-stealing scandal that, of course, resulted in, among other things, them winning a World Series. He said to Dan that baseball fans should move on because, quote, the idea that the Astros are the only ones doing something wrong just baffles me. And that turned into a pretty good impassioned debate here on this show a little earlier today. Because I think it makes sense what he's saying. If everyone was doing it, and you've pointed out and really just put all of the heat, all of the, laid all of the blame at the feet of one group, if everyone else was doing it, does that really make sense? Is there any semblance of fairness? Hembo disagreed. Nuno disagreed. Let's see what you think. We will rekindle this conversation in just a moment, and then we will take your calls on it. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Very simply, do you believe that fans need to move on from the Astros cheating scandal? 888-SAY-ESPN. Your calls after this word from Select Quote. Listen, some things have been low on our to-do list. But life insurance can no longer be one of them. If you're like me with a wife and kids, you need to protect them. You need Select Quote. Select Quote has been helping families for over 35 years. Get your free quote at SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Back in a flash on ESPN Radio. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around Different stressors, I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E. 
E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. Greeny with you here as we roll along live, as always, from the Seaport District of Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. We'll open up the phones to you here in just a second. And what's on your mind, which is, as always, is brought to you by My Computer Career, training for a better life. And today, what's on your mind, we hope, is the answer to today's question of the day. You ask these questions. Greeny's question of the day. Really fascinating to me. Joey Votto goes on Dan's show and says he thinks the Houston Astros are catching too much heat from their sign-stealing scandal. Because, quote, baseball fans should move on. The idea the Astros are the only ones doing something wrong just baffles me. End quote. That's what Joey Votto said. Hembo, what do you say? I say that Joey Votto's wrong. I'm a a fan. I'm the customer. I can feel however I want to feel. The reason I know they cheated is because Major League Baseball investigated it and told us all that they cheated. The Astros players didn't have to pay any penalty whatsoever because they were for, for immunity purposes so that they would be able to uncover this information. And it is our responsibility as fans to give them a hard time for it. That's how I feel. If you're a fan that feels differently, more power to you. But it's not Joey Votto's job to tell me one way or the other. Well, so you seem you're seizing on part of this that I wasn't planning on, which is you seem to be rubbed wrong by Joey Votto saying this in the first place. Mm -hmm. That seems to rub you the wrong way. It does. Uh, And if Joey Votto would like to volunteer all the information, maybe that the Cincinnati Reds were doing something wrong and he wants to tell us all about it so that we can boo them, but but, by all means. But we're fans. We're just privy to the the public information, the stuff that we know. What we know is that the Astros cheated and won the World Series, and as fans, there is nothing worse in in sports than that. When when players cheat, when what we're watching is not on the up and up. And so that's how I feel. Okay. I, I respect it. Nuno, Nuno may be busy screening calls right now. Nuno, do you have a minute to chime in? Yeah, so Joey Votto, I will move on when the Yankees rightfully win the World Series that they got stolen from, (laughs) that was stolen from them. At that point, I'll move on. We can forget about this. It's a little bit of a dangerous path you're walking. Is is Garrett Cole going to be pitching the decisive game of that World Series? Just refresh my memory. What team was he on that year? I forget what team Cole was pitching for then. Well, he was on the the, the Astros in 2019, not in 2017, but still, yes, he knew what was going on there, just like Justin Verlander, who doesn't take any flack for it either. So it is fair to say that those particular guys, Altuve, Correa, are getting unfairly singled out. Uh That is fair. uh Mm -hmm. And and so is it cheating that bothers us, or or is it which team gets cheated that bothers Mm. us? Because Garrett Cole is also sort of the poster child now for the Sticky Stuff scandal. And that seems conveniently not to be so upsetting to anyone who wears pinstripes let's, walking around. Sure, but let's not put every piece of cheating in this under the same umbrella, right? There are levels to this, as you always like to say. Like we have steroid use, we have sticky stuff use, we have trash can banging, right? There are certain. So you're th- telling me trash can banging is the worst? Trash can banging is definitely worse than using sticky stuff, for sure, for sure. It would be great if someone actually wrote all this stuff down so we can know what we should and shouldn't be upset with when it comes to MLB. <laughs> well, they like, they like well their unwritten rules. That's well played, Nuno. Well, let's see what you think. So I'm coming to you. 888-SAY-ESPN. And the question is, do you believe it is time for the fans to move on from the Astros scandal because, quote-unquote, everybody was doing it? Devin, who's on the board today? Devin? Yes, it is. All right, Devin, who's our first caller? We got Mike from Jersey City. All right, Mike, what do you think? Should the fans move on? Forget. Oh, no, no, not at all. We don't forgive in baseball. (laughs) Understand. We hold grudges. It goes back to the, it goes back to the, what, the 70s, the 80s. We're still holding um, Pete Rose to a cross. 
And then let's talk about Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire. They've never, they're never going to get forgiven. I think they're all-stars, they're Hall of Famers, and some other people like Barry Bonds. But, oh, you, you got caught doing dirt? Hey, we don't forgive. <laughs> that's well played. And when you say it goes back to the 70s and 80s, it's the 1870s and <laughs> 80s that it goes back to. I, I, I'm, I'm confirming your point. I mean, baseball players never forget. Baseball never. players have mm-hmm. memories. Like oh, but Baseball players, if guys did dirt to somebody else at one point that deserved a plunking, players have been known to plunk their own teammates in batting practice during uh, spring training that's right. because, you know, they needed to settle a score from somewhere before. All right, that's an excellent call. Uh, Devin, who's next? got Steve. All right, Steve, do the fans need to move on from the Astros scandal? Yes, they definitely need to move on. I mean, come on, 2017, and sign stealing has been going on forever. It's been going on forever. And the the thing that's funniest about this is trash cans. It took – how long did it take people to figure out trash cans were banging at Houston Astro game? I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, move on. The science feeling is going to go on forever. It's going to continue. Look at football. Coaches are covering their mouths on the sideline because people are in the booth with binoculars checking out signals and signs. I mean, it's part of the game. It's always been part of the game. Get over it. That's fair enough, Steve. That's well played. There's Steve. One vote on the other side of this debate. So Steve is right. It has always been part of the game. People have been stealing signs for as long as there have been signs. But the difference here is that technology was used, and people that were upstairs in the booth were the ones decoding stuff. It's not like the player was on second base, you know, doing you know, a couple of swipe across the arm if he saw a breaking ball. It's that some intern making $35,000 no. a year with binoculars and a decoding system was doing it all. There's a lot more to this than but stealing But why signs. is that worse? Like, I keep being told, is it the stealing of the signs or the use of the technology that bothers you so much? The use of the technology. So, so now we're, we're, we're further quantifying that you have no problem with the stealing of the signs and then, you know, a guy will rub his cap or whatever it is that he does to send that signal to the bat. That's all in fair play because if you don't do a good job at, at, at hiding your signs, then that's on you. That's, that's, you learn that in Little League. No, but, I, but why are they hiding? This? So, so, so it's more important that you hide your signs from the runner on second but not the guy with the binoculars sitting out there in the scoreboard? The runner on second's between the lines. When you're between the painted lines, the rules are very different than if you're an intern sitting in the 300 level. Didn't Bobby Thompson steal Ralph Branca's sign? Didn't Bobby Thompson know what pitch was coming yeah. when he hit the most famous home run in the history of the sport? He absolutely did. All right. I, 100%. I, I rest my case. Mm. Who's next? Devin. We got Sean. All right, Sean, the question is a simple one. Do fans need to move on from the sign-stealing scandal because everybody was doing it? No, that's a false argument. Um, He's not making the argument he thinks he's making. He's saying other teams were doing it as well, so forgive the Astros, but all he's doing is saying there's a whole bunch of other teams that should also be on the list of teams we can't stand. (laughs) <laughs> so you're willing to be angry, but what if your team is one of them? You sound like a Yankee fan to me. Do I have that right? Does this sound like a Yankee fan? I'm just trying to read the accent. You never know about these things. Are you a Yankee fan? No, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Reds fan. I'm, I'm in Kentucky. I'm a big Reds fan. I love Joey Votto, but Joey the argument's Votto. stupid. Okay, real, yeah. but here, yeah, okay, fair enough. Then I won't, I won't use this example. But I mean, I'm under the impression that the Yankees and Red Sox were at the forefront of this, mm-hmm. right? The Stein stealing, st- sign stealing thing. Yes. Wasn't there an Apple Watch controversy? Yes. Am I remembering yes. all that correctly? And there were fines. Like that was, that was, that there was, were fines. That was a slap on the wrist. I, I can't help but notice that no one gets booed, I mean, like vociferously as a result of that stuff. People have moved on. They won the World Series. 
They won the World Series. Did the Red part Sox win the it. World Series one of those years? Yes, but th- th- that was taken care of much before that. Like th- th- there were there was no controversy over this happening. So they weren't wearing Apple watches the during the World Series. No, no, no. That was that was nipped in the bud. So we thought. And then, as it turns out, they, Major League Baseball didn't do nearly enough. Uh-huh. So but they ceased the cheating before they won the World there Series. There are levels to these things. There are levels. I understand that. Everyone around baseball agreed at the time when we learned all this stuff that this was the most egregious by far of any of the sign-stealing stuff. But if they were to go into what all the other teams were doing and, and, and dissect it as closely and carefully as they were. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember, I'm doing this from memory, what was the situation where someone broke into the computer files and they brought them along? That, 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 that to me, right. was next level. That guy's still in jail, by the way. Right. When you say there's levels to this stuff, mm-hmm. that's next level. Yeah. You know, when you start, like, there's, a, there's an element of, like, all's fair in, in love and war, whatever the expression is, um, about stealing signs, however it is you're going about doing it. So long as it's between the painted lines. See, that's again, you're, you're, you're drawing... I guess they are already drawn, literally, mm-hmm. these painted lines, and you're deciding anything outside of those is beyond the pale. That's right. And what I think Joey Votto is saying is almost everyone was doing that at the time and might still be. Says Greening on ESPN Radio, taking your calls on the simple question, is it time to move on from the Astros sign-stealing scandal? Joey Votto says yes. Devin, who's next? We got JR. All right, JR, is it time to move on? Yes, it's time to move on. Listen, I'm a Yankee fan who lives in Indianapolis. If anybody should be bothered by this, I would consider myself one of those people. However, Major League Baseball is not going to change any of the results. And as a fan of any other team besides the Astros, if you're buying tickets just to go boo the opposing team, how big of a fan are you for your actual own team? And really... Something I told you three weeks ago, Greeny, yeah. the Moronic Monday Award should go to Hembo because he just needs to realize he's wrong. Every time a good point's made, he changes his argument. Congratulations, the second official winner of the Moronic Monday Award. Two-time champion. I, I, actually, you're not the second official winner. You're now a two-time winner <laughs> and the only winner. JR, that's an excellent call. Everybody, thank you for calling. That's I not love an excellent it. call. Yes, it is. It's an excellent call. <laughs> if he's giving you the Moronic Monday Award, then I'm delighted by it. Anytime anyone wins that award, it isn't me. Here's, here's what I will say. The reason this doesn't go away is because it feels like, and in fact, there, it is, there is some reality to, the fact that there was no penance, there was no price to be paid, and as a result, the only price that can be paid is the scarlet letter, is the endless scorn, the endless booing. Whereas even in the steroid era, for the players who were not punished for it, like some players were, Rafael Palmero and some others who actually tested positive, the ones regarding whom we only had anecdotal evidence circumstantial evidence, they still paid a price because they were singled out. They were never viewed the same again. And they're all being kept out of the Hall of Fame. And I think we all sort of saw that coming. And so I think there was a feeling that Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, uh, Alex Rodriguez, and anything, anyone else you want to put in there, that there was a true price to be paid. And I think the baseball fan inside of you, Hembo, is feeling like, if I don't do this, then there will be no punishment whatsoever. The only way they can be punished is if they are booed 
by me. I guess my only question is, does that just go on forever? Like, how old is Jose Altuve? He's still, his, his age still starts with a two, Thir- right? No, he's 31. He's, a, okay, he's 31. still a relatively young player. So, so he's got another six, seven, eight years. Oh, yeah. Are you still booing him in 2027? Probably not. Time, time will heal this to some extent, but I will maintain my opinion that in order for this fully to go away for the Astros, they're going to have to win a championship and do it cleanly. And, I, and they have a really good chance to do it this year. They very well So may. that would change it for you. Very if much If Altuve so. and Correa mm-hmm. win a championship this year, ostensibly without the cheating, we assume they're not cheating. At, at minimum, if they're cheating, they're doing it differently. Um, then that you would stop booing them? That changes everything for me, at least. Because if, if Barry Bonds were to, th- three or four years after the fact, say, kept playing, looked differently, and was still the best player in baseball at that time, where it was demonstrated to us clearly that, or at least best we can tell, he's not using, let's say they were you know, testing at that time, and he was still the best player in baseball, that would change things for me a little bit. But it's when, when, a, when a player was a product of the steroids, Sammy Sosa is my example, it changes it for me. When the Astros win the 2017 World Series, when we know they cheated, and they have not won it since, that changes it for me, right? Because we know they cheated, and we know they won. Sometimes things, I guess, are kind of that simple for sports fans. So if they do wind up winning a championship, to me, I'm, you, know, you don't forgive them of their sins, but I think it makes their Hall of Fame case a lot firmer and gives a little bit more merit to that championship. That is an interesting question. Jose Altuve is on a Hall of Fame track, right? He's clearly trending toward being a Hall of Fame caliber player. Now, yeah. he probably won't win any more MVP awards based on this. That's right. He could have further – how many MVPs does he won? Just one, Just right? one. That year, right? He that won year. that year. 2017. He, he beat out, ironically, Aaron Judge that year, right? And, and, and both in the playoffs and for the award. Mm-hmm. So the point is – his Hall of Fame case will be influenced by the fact that he's only won one MVP, even if he has other MVP caliber seasons. But having said that, mm-hmm. when his name goes on the MVP ballot, excuse me, when his name goes on the Hall of Fame ballot, do the writers not put him in in the same way they've not put in Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, both of whom, well, I don't know what they're going to do with Alex. When does Alex go on the ballot? Next year. Next year. Mm-hmm. So Alex and Barry Bonds, you could make an argument are two of the five greatest players in the history of baseball. Bonds has not gotten in, and we'll see what they wind up doing with Alex. So if you're going to keep those guys out, guys who would be the ultimate no-brainers, I mean, Alex Rodriguez was a gold-glove shortstop who hit 700 freaking home runs. <laughs> 696 or whatever That's it right, is. That's right, 696. If you're going to keep those guys out. Then you can't put anybody who cheats. Does Jose Altuve get into the Hall of Fame? I think he will someday. But I think a better litmus test for Jose Altuve's case is not Bonds and it's not A-Rod. It's Carlos Beltran. Because Carlos Beltran does have the numbers to mm-hmm. be a Hall of Famer. He's going to be on the ballot in a couple of years. Carlos Beltran, you might remember, was hired by the Mets to be their manager, then fired before he managed a game because Major League Baseball had him all over their investigation. In fact, he was the only player that they named. Right. That is a much more interesting test case of what, how the, uh, the, the electorate will view the Astros cheating. While still a player. That's the key. That's he right. He cheated while still a player. His last year Oof. as a player. Which is, that's the most interesting test case because that's the most applicable player. And he's a walking into the Hall of Fame kind of guy. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting stuff. So I appreciate the calls from everybody today. I like that topic. It wasn't what I was expecting to do today. But once we got into it, I realized there's some heat here, and I was delighted to take the calls. We'll finish it up with this. I would definitely rather be a senator than a governor. Oh, I don't think so. I, mean, I, I think but, it's a better job. No way. I mean, are you willing to take the moronic Monday mantle from me now this late in the show? Well, why would you rather be 
a governor than a senator. I'd rather be a senator. I, I don't know exactly why. Didn't I, I just say that? You said the opposite. No, no I earlier on you said the earlier on you said the opposite. No, you're better off being a governor if you want to <laughs> be president. But I think the senator, you have a lot less responsibility. Like, the buck doesn't stop with you. You know what I mean? Like, like you could be a senator and you could just be like, yeah, what he said. Or what she said. And then kind of get on with your day. Vote along party lines. Uh, they, yeah. they, no, I would never do that. I would never do oh, We shouldn't kid around about this. But one way or another, mm. I would rather be a senator than a governor. Um, and we'll just leave it at that. Uh, have a delightful day. And we will see you back in Better Than Ever tomorrow on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Plus. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.